Let's talk to my next guest. His name is Grant Lottering. Uh, he's going to set, attempt to set a record, but I want to talk a little bit of background. If you don't know Grant Lottering, let's get a little bit of background about this man. <laughs> Grant, thanks very much for joining us. Um, Hi, John. The number that you use, 2171, what's it, 21713. Give us a bit of background about where you've come from. Yeah, that's the first day of my second life. Um, that's the day I had a really bad accident in Italy during the race. Uh, in the Italian Alps, I crashed down down a descent. I crashed into a rock wall at mm. over um, over 60 k's an hour. And, uh, yeah, I sustained some severe injuries. Um, I was pronounced dead on the scene. And, yeah, <laughs> it was quite messy. And uh, survived. <laughs> survived, yeah, miraculously. Eight days in ICU, 12 days in mm-hmm. high care, flown back here for medical assistance. Your your injuries uh, are too many to count. Uh, it's, it's just yeah, amazing. Yeah. And yet you got back on the bike, Grant Lottery? I did. Um, yeah, you know, everything changed, John, when I was in hospital, and the doctor treated me on the road came to see me. And he sat with me and he said to me, you survived death. <laughs> and... Um, I'll never forget that, you know, and he said to me, yeah, there's a reason you're alive, do something with your life. And uh, there I determined I'm going to come back and finish the race a year later, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it to raise money for kids. Got in touch with Laurier Sports for Good, told them what happened and told them what I'm planning, and they thought I was crazy, so <laughs> too did everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, 11 months later, five surgeries later, I was in Italy, and I finished the ride against the lot. I finished it. And then it just started from there. I decided every year I want to do I want to do rights that enable me to raise money for underprivileged children. Mm. And it just grew from there. Yeah. Uh, what is the body like at the moment? This, this is seven years ago. It's just the other day when you look at these injuries you experienced. So mm. what's the body like now of when you're on the bike? Yeah. Um, look, I mean, yeah, it's seven years ago, but I mean, I've had, I've had 11 surgeries up till now. Sure. Um, so I've had a lot to get through, you know, a lot of free, um, surgeries on my shoulder and so on. So physically, I guess I'll never be 100%, but I'm certainly um, strong. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. Mm. Um, but I would say mentally, I am, my mental toughness is just so much, so much more stronger than what it used to be. And I think it, it enables me a great deal to get my body physically through doing these extreme endurance rides. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've got my ever-present reminder, shoulder pain and, mm. you know, the usual stuff. I spend a lot of time at physios and so on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just happy to be, to be riding a bike and being alive. All right. Uh, let's yeah. talk about this new thing you're doing. 2,000 kilometers in 100 hours. That's give the target. It, yes, give us the details. Yeah. So, um, look, I mean, this year's impossible too. I wanted to do it in Italy, John. And, um, you know, with what's been going on, it was impossible. So I thought, <laughs> I want to do something in South Africa. I did one last year, uh, Extreme SA 2019, I called it. And I rode from Potency near Jeffreys Bay all the way to Paul on mountain bike, 1,300K, 66 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it was bitterly hard, but I remember finishing thinking, I need to try and top this in 2020. So when I realized I can't go to Italy, I, I grabbed the opportunity to do something in South Africa, and, and I've always wanted to come somehow right through Natal. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that Nottingham Road is a very good place to start. Um, I basically worked my way back from the pole all the way up that way. My target actually is 2,020 kilometers, representative of the year. Okay. So I'll be starting in, 
Yeah, so I'm starting in Nottingham Road, and I'll be riding straight out towards the roads. I'll be going over um, past Diffendale and then all the way down through the Karoo towards Nysner, and then from there just head through over the Swartburg Pass and any mountain I can find there, really. <laughs> uh, why, why put the mountains in the way? You're doing 2,000 kilometers. Why don't you go yeah. the flat route? Yeah, you know, every impossible tour I've done since 2014, has involved mountains because um, I just love riding up them. Absolutely love it. It's hard, sure, but you get to the top and you just feel like you've accomplished so much. And that's the message I want to get across to people. You know, you're facing a mountain, especially this year. So many of us have been through a hell of a tough time. And um, I want these mountains to be representative of what we've gone through. Mm. And a lot of people are really struggling, but you can't give up. You know, you've got to get over this thing. And um, once you get to the top, the reward is there and, and, and you can tackle the next challenge. So part of what I also do is I get corpus to donate um, to Laureus by buying a mountain that I ride over. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been very successful over the years. Yeah. So I basically sell the mountains to, to corpus <laughs> and they donate directly to Laureus. It's wonderful. And how's it going fundraising <laughs> this year? It's a difficult year for most people in corporates. Oh, it's been a difficult year, absolutely. It has been. Um, I'm on 50,000, so I'm pretty happy with that. Mm. Um, if I can get to 100,000 by the end of the ride, I'll be very, very happy. Um, yeah, it's, um, it will be a bit of a challenge, but not impossible. I, I did a 24-hour for reach for a dream a month ago, and we raised about 170,000 rand. Sure. So, yeah, it's possible, you know. Um, just got to get out there and do your thing and, you know, just believe it will work out. Okay, let's talk about the logistics of this now. 2,020 kilometers, starting at Nottingham Road, and you're going to make your way down to where? Wellington, right? Wellington, yeah. That's a long drive, just thinking about it. But you're going to do this nonstop. I do, yes. Well, continuously, sir, is the correct term. You're going to stop to we or something. (laughs) Yeah, you've got to, yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) So, um, Basically, what I do is, is you start off and you ride continuously. In other words, I don't pull over somewhere, check into a guest house, sleep for 10 hours or <laughs> 6 hours or whatever, right. and then continue. I stay on the road. I stay on my bike. I stay with – I don't change clothes. I just keep going. But I do have a support team. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Mercedes Benz sponsor my support cars. I've been very supportive over the years. I've got two support teams. So I've always got a car behind me. Uh, especially during the night. Um, and uh, every six or seven hours or so, I will have a stop of around, it, it, it depends, between five and ten minutes, sometimes 15 minutes, mm-hmm. depending on where it is. Because when you get to the top of the mountain, you've got to put lights on your bike before you can head down the other side, that type of thing. And then from about 30 hours on, I start napping. And I nap, uh, this is from past experience, I generally nap about 30 minutes every between eight and 10 hours, I'll stop and I'll nap. And I just stop anywhere, next to the road, under a tree, doesn't matter. And I'll just nap for 30 minutes and then we go again. And you just repeat that and you just keep going. So you're, you're so tired that you can sleep anywhere. You just lie down and you'll <laughs> oh, <yes>. sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. The first couple of times is a bit difficult. It takes a while to fall asleep. Mm. But eventually... Um, and, you know, this comes with experience, John. I've done this now for seven years, I've, 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 and I do practice it quite a bit as well. I go through some times where I, when I'm training, 
where I'll train, I'll sleep for half an hour, I'll wake up, I'll stay awake through the night, I'll nap, and then I'll train again the next morning. Um, so you get used to it, you know, but uh, it, it's still really, really difficult to, yeah. even if you nap only 30 minutes, to get back on a bike and get going again. It's not easy. Yeah, there's nothing. I, I mean, when I was when I was riding, you'd, you'd stop for that little coffee break after a long ride. Yeah. To, to do yeah. that last 10, 15 minutes to get home I is know. the hardest thing ever. I know, yeah. <laughs> How much do you that's eat? Why, Sorry, go ahead. No, but that's also why I only nap for 30 minutes maximum. Mm. Um, you know, you've, there's a lot of guys in this country that do ultra-endurance rides. You know, you've got, the, I mean, you've got some big races um, across the country, and guys have to ride for four days, five days. And I think a mistake a lot of these guys make is they, they sleep too long. They'll stop and they'll sleep for four hours, five hours at a time. It's really hard to get going. You know, I sleep just for mental alertness, not for physical recovery. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, you'll yeah, go, you'll yeah. go mad if you don't have a snooze. Yeah, yeah, you start hallucinating. It's happened to me before, um, and it's dangerous. You you just fall off your bike. You don't realize it. You can really get hurt. How much food do you shovel in your face for 100 hours? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm actually still sitting here working out my, my nutrition plan. I'm working it out per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a lot of different things. I've got of of course I've got my 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 power bar supplements that I take, and then I'll take a lot of um, at certain times and certain times of day I will have solids like raw oats and nuts and raisins, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the days progress, you just start eating whatever you can find, and by the <laughs> by the last day you'll just you'll you'll just cough down a bread roll or a salad, whatever you can lay your hands on. Um, but I do control what I eat. It's very, very important right. to, to maintain it because if there's one thing that will stop me from succeeding, it's, it's not eating correctly. Yes. Um, during the day, if it's very hot, um, you know, you sweat a lot, so you need to get in a lot more sodium, a lot more hydration. At night, I think to take products with more caffeine content so I can stay more alert. Um, and then, yeah, when I eat my solids, it, it's, I eat it at certain times, so we predetermine it in advance. Yeah, could, but, I mean, like, like you say, if, if you don't eat, uh, forget sleeping, you're going to fall off the bike because you just can't anymore. It's What's it called? Bon- bonking or something. It's, you'll start bonking, you'll start cramping, and then what happens? You overhydrate, you over... You, yeah. So, um, I mean, generally, your body can, can absorb or, or, or use around between 60 and 70 grams of carbs per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get more tired, as I progress, as I go into day four and five, it becomes a bit more difficult. So I'll, I'll start eating more frequently, but smaller amounts, and just to try and maintain it. I'm so, ha- yeah, it's, it's, it's really important. I'm having a look at the map, and I'm sure you've looked at the map as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If I'd gone in a car from Nottingham Road to Wellington, it would take me 15 hours and 13 minutes. You're going to do that on a bicycle in a hundred hours, so you're you're not slow. It's not like you're you're, you're dawdling when you're doing this. Yeah, I, I yeah, that that's a difference. Um, you know, because I don't do this um, unassisted. Um, I do have a car that follows me, yeah. so I don't have to carry all the stuff with me. But mm. that is the way that I do it. So I basically ride a time trial, John. That's why I always put a time frame to when I want to complete this. Last year, the target was 70 hours. I did it in 66. Sure. 2018, I did the Pyrenees and the Alps. It was just under 1,000 kilometers, and I rode 48 hours. Um, it's good to have a time 
do it and mm. I set off and I know more or less I've got a very detailed spreadsheet. I go and recon the entire route by car and I measure the altitude, everything. Mm. So I know more or less from point to point what my average speed would be. Is it uphill? Is it downhill? Mm. Is it good gravel? Is it rough jeep tracks? That type of stuff. But yeah, I, I generally, every year so far, I've averaged about between 20 and 21 kilometers an hour. And every year I climb excessively. So <laughs> I think I should be able to maintain it. Unfortunately, from about Lady Smith in the Karoo, mm-hmm. all the way through Toes River back, it's, it's relatively flat. So I can actually up the pace a little bit there. But yeah, I'll have to average about 21 sure. before I want to break 100 hours. Yeah, you're, you're, planning this, you're planning this time to climb 22,500 meters. Yeah, that is what I have on the route, 22,300 meters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good luck to you. Good luck with the fundraising you, as well. Grant, how does somebody Thank follow you, so you and see what, you, what you're doing when you start in, on the 1st of December? Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, we've got a film crew. Uh, well, not a full film crew, but I've got a cameraman, we've got a drone, we've got a videographer. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to be doing lots of live posts. So we'll put a regular update. Um, on spot track, I'll have a link. I've got a satellite tracker, and we're going to track people be able to track my progress uh, real time via satellite. Uh, so we'll be doing regular updates and, and posts on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and people can follow there. And um, yeah, we'll just keep it update, keep updating it as frequently as we can. Good luck, Grant. And I'm going to get Ben to line up a chat with you afterwards and see how you did. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Grant Lottery, extreme endurance cyclist, as you heard, 2,000 kilometer or 2,020 kilometer ride of epic proportions, riding from uh, Nottingham Road, why you'd want to leave there, there's a brewery there, uh, all the way down to the Ceres Valley in Wellington. Oh, well, there's a wine farm there, so that's maybe the reason. You can follow him on grantlottering.com is the website, G-R-A-N-T-L-O-T-T-E-R-I-N-G, grantlottering.com. You can read about what he does and his talks there as well. Well...